Hey, what's up? You hear me? What's going on, bro? All right. Okay. Um, I think since you the questions, but um, I'll just ask them, and then we can just go from there. Does that sound good? Sounds good. All right, man. Uh, so thoughts on this uh, season eight of Game of Thrones? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, personally, I've I've enjoyed it. I mean, there's been some stuff that's like you know, of course, underwhelming. But I mean, it's only six episodes. And trying to put everything into it, I think, you know, they can't squeeze it all into the season. Or they would have extended it to a couple other seasons, but I think maybe contract agreements and, like, maybe budget HBO, I don't know how it's set up, might have affected them from doing that. But, man, I've been I've – been, I've liked it, personally. I mean, it's, it's, it's been good. I mean, a couple underwhelming things. I mean, the Night King, obviously, going out the way he did. There, I've expected more there. I wish the Golden Company, we would have saw a fight scene, at least five minutes of airtime with them. But I've been impressed with the season, man. Not the best one, but it's it's been good, though, for the finale, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I know a lot of people were, like, bashing it, but, I, like, I thought it was good. Um, like you were saying, like, I thought the whole thing with the Night King was kind of a letdown. I was hoping we were going to get to see, like, a Jon Snow and Night King fight. And, man, like... I know, like, that whole scene was super dark with the Battle of Winterfell. Uh, I was hoping for a little bit more of that, but, I mean, overall, like, I've enjoyed it. Um, I Like I was, like, telling you before, like, it would have been nice if there was, like, multiple seasons after this where, like, they had a, one whole season for Cersei and that whole Colin company, and it would have been nice if there was, like, one whole, like, you know, season where Daenerys like turns on everyone and they like do something with that but yeah like you know you can pick and you know like hey we're wrestling fans <laughs> we we always try to book things the way we want but you know sometimes it just goes a different way um all right bro what, what do you think about the Daenerys turning good bad no I mean for me man personally and this I've been telling everybody this all week you know all the whiners the complainers you know the marks that we call them in the wrestling world um I mean, I, I personally think if you look at some season one, I mean, she's had that – she's gone through what? Everything she's gone through, like loss after loss, being forced into marriage and everything else just to get back the Iron Throne. So she saw her opportunity and was like, look, I'm, it's, you know, I'm, I'm doing this. You know what I mean? So the whole thing with John, you know, I think that got in her head too where she felt people were undermining her and thinking that, you know, I'm – we're just gonna um, take the throne from you and everything. So, personally, I like the character swerve and the development they did with her, because it was building from the start of the very first episode until the finale tonight, where you just see her go through all this. Where it's like she's worked to get the throne, and now it's like, well, I'm not. No, it's it's not getting taken away from me. So, I mean, I saw it coming. I think people were upset right. with the way it was, but the swerve of everything, how it went to it to make her the Mad King, because. You always thought throughout this whole series that she would not be the one to go bad. You know what I mean? And for them right. to make that swerve, man, I thought it was, I thought it was great. I thought it was great writing, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I mean, maybe that's because, like I said, the, you know, watching wrestling for so many years, you know, you're used to that whole, all right, the guy goes bad guy or whatever. So, but I think it was good, man. Like she's, I mean, it built for, her, you know, loss after loss right. and everything else. I mean, what do you expect, you know? Yeah, and for me, like, I agree. Like, I thought it was a good thing. And 
for all these people who are like, oh, you know, uh, they just destroyed her character arc and all that stuff. I was like, like, what do you mean? Like, that's basically what they've been trying to tell you. Like, throughout the whole show, they had um, Daenerys as this person who wanted to, like, burn down cities and people would have to be like, whoa, whoa, don't do that, you know? Yeah. Or just, like, wanted to kill people or, um, like, you know, no remorse and stuff like that. And, you know, for everyone, like, oh, I can't believe she did that. That's not, that wasn't her. I'm like, that, that wasn't her. That's like what the writers of the show have been telling you. Like, she's one to be that person who destroys uh, cities and stuff, and everyone else has been the ones who've been trying to tell her not to. Yeah. So, and I mean, and, and when it goes back to the, and then character development, like, everyone is so upset with, like, oh, man, you guys just ruined all of, you know, Jamie's character development from this and that. But actually, I went back and watched episode one of the season uh, last night. Of, uh, of the series, excuse me. And Jamie even says to Cersei in one of the first scenes, he was like, uh, I'll do anything, you know, to uh, to make sure that we leave this, you know, world together and like all this kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's really, it kind of came back, you know, to what originally happened, you know what I mean? So I don't see... Right. I don't see the problem with character development because we everyone I thought kind of kind of figured that you know Jamie would be the one to maybe kill. I mean you know he didn't kill her, but you know kind of go out with Cersei. So I didn't right. see much. I mean I still think he had one of the best character developments of the whole series. You know, right? Um, yeah. So that was the next question. Like, what do you think about uh, Cersei's death? Um, did you think it was good, good way to go out, or would you have loved to see her go a different way? I mean, I, I predicted from the start of, uh, well, at the end of last season and then even the beginning of this, this season of it, I thought that, you know, maybe Jamie would be the one, you know, to do it. I never, I never thought that actually Daenerys would kill her or everyone also said that Arya would be dressed, you know, or had the face like Jamie or, you know, how that was. But then ultimately you have to see somebody kill Jamie for that to happen. You kind of maybe thought that twist was coming maybe after – Euron and Jamie fought, and then Jamie got stabbed twice. You're thinking, "Oh man, he might die trying <laughs> right. to walk walk towards um towards Cersei." And you're like, "Oh, that could be Arya, you know, this or that." But I mean, at, at first, and then like they cut that scene where Arya's running through the city when it's getting burnt, and she's trying to save people. So you kind of figured, "All right, she's not dressed as Jamie." But I mean, for me, like Cersei's death, I guess, like I guess other people were just emotionally attached, like, "Oh, she was so evil," and you know. She did this, she did that, but I guess, I mean, I wasn't very, I'm not disappointed with it. I mean, you got to think it is still kind of brutal. She got smashed by a bunch of rocks. I mean, that, that does, that is kind of brutal though, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, she didn't get her head cut off in front of everybody like Ned or any, or, you know, but I mean, think about it. She, the whole castle fell on top of her. <laughs> right. Well, okay. I don't want to jump ahead to like the uh, next uh, thing I was going to ask about your thoughts on tonight's episode, but. I mean, Harvey's like, is she dead? Or, you know, is that... Well, all right, okay, so we'll just, <laughs> we'll just go ahead. Okay, so what do you think going to happen tonight? You, who do you think going to die? Yeah, I mean, tonight, I mean, my, my thoughts, I mean, I... Uh, man, I mean, I've gone... I don't know, man. We, we've been talking about theories all, all season, the last month and a half, <laughs> two months, and hell, we thought tonight would be the Night King in the finale, and he was dead to episode three, you know? Right. Um, and I mean, so honestly, tonight, all right, I'm going with, I'm calling it, uh, Daenerys is, you know, she's already gone crazy as it is. I think she's going to, she's going to summon, uh, Bran, Sam, and Sansa to, to, you know, 
the ruined the ruined throne, I guess it is now, obviously. She's gonna have them like tried and she's gonna blame them for telling about John's secret and this and that, and she knows that she's gonna have to kill them. And I think it's gonna push John to the edge. Everyone's saying that Arya could be the one to do it. I I don't see Arya killing off Danny. I mean, unless there's like some type of I think she had her moment when she got to kill the Night King, you know? Um I and <laughs> Man, they gotta do something with John. I mean, it really hasn't done much this season, you know. I, th- I think he's just been used as like an extra. It seems like. I mean, just kind of certain certain scenes, and I mean, he's not really he's not really you know done too much, you know. Right. You know, it's funny. It's like uh, I was looking back at some of the episodes or uh, previous seasons. Yeah. And think about it, man. Like John hasn't won any battle. Like when he fought um, the wildlings, or yeah, the wildlings uh, across the wall. It was um, Stannis who actually came in and saved the day, and then yeah, I mean, I mean, the only, the only, the only real battle that he's, I mean, when he fought, when he fought the one White Walker in season five, I think episode right. eight or nine, I remember he did that, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like it. I mean, you know, it wasn't something real, real serious. I mean, Battle of the Bastards, it looked like he was almost dying until Sansa showed up <laughs> with the Knights of the Vale, and then you got to think about it. he never really, and he didn't really. Kill Ramsey. Sansa did that too, you know, which I think maybe yeah, that was yeah. part of the the plot too, you know, to have her. Kill. Right. But I think um, I, so. I think it's going to go down like John will somehow his, his name's. It's going to get out there that he's a Targaryen. The dragon, mm-hmm. I think, somehow is going to burn him. I'm, I'm going to go and one or two things happen. I think Arya tries to tries to take out Danny, and something happens where the dragon, you know, knocks her out or something, and it hurts her or something, and John snaps and goes after her. Or John gets burned somehow and it doesn't affect him, and that's going to show everybody like, oh man, you know, he really is a dragon, right. and he's going to then eventually, then he's going to have to know he's going to have to kill her somehow, and then I right. think he breaks, he breaks the Iron Throne up with his power. You know, he he relinquishes it and says, I don't want this. You know, we're going to split everything up. Sansa gets the North, uh, Tyrion the Western Lands, Gendry in the Stormlands. You know, and I think he'll ride back north. And you'll see him reunite with ghosts, so everyone can't complain, you know, that he never said goodbye <laughs> to him. That's the little moment. And I honestly, man, I'm going with a plot twist. I think it ends. He's going to go to the north, and he's going to try to find those Torment and all them, all the guys up there. Right. And I see those wildlings being dead, man, from the uh, from the White Walkers that were – remember the babies that he turned? Mm-hmm. When the in season two, I believe it was season two or three, when the white when the when the Night King would touch the baby and it would go blue, I'm thinking because those kid those babies were never dead, you know. Oh, uh, so you think they're still alive? I'm still th- yes, I'm still thinking there's there's White Walkers out there, and that's and the, and John's gonna run into it and he's gonna see like Tormund's Tormund's head or like a dead body out there, and it's gonna be in the symbol of the White Walkers and the Night King, and it's gonna cut like that, man. Oh, just as, okay. You know, hey, I mean, hey, no one can be upset, right? Because they all were mad. <laughs> the, night, the, night, the Night King was killed easy, but look, he's not dead after all, you know? Well, so, okay, I feel like the way this season's been going, no matter what, no one's going to be, uh, there's someone going to be disappointed on how this show's going to end. Oh, because, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> even if it was like you were saying, like, um, earlier this season, like, we're trying to, like, avoid a Disney ending. You know, like Danny and John. The Lord, the Lord of the Rings farewell, where it's like thirty yeah. minutes of goodbyes, yeah. and you're like, "All right, this is the end now." Oh, wait, no, it's not yet. Exactly. I think people would have just been upset about that, 
Um, so, like, I feel like no matter what happens, people are going to complain. It just seems like a season where no one's happy. Um, but, I mean, as long as it's not, like, a Sopranos ending where it just cuts off and you're like, wait, what? You know, like, I feel like it should be okay. Um, but also, I heard, like, the show Dexter was pretty bad ending, too. So, it seems like HBO and Showtime have, like, this track record of not-so-good endings. Yeah, I mean, for certain, sh- I mean, I think it's also, with Sopranos, I think it's built like Game of Thrones, too, because, I mean, you got to think, those are, like, what, probably three or four, I mean, the, one, the ranked as the greatest shows of all time, so I think people have right. so many high high expectations, because, I mean, right. Sopranos, back when, in the, or in the late 90s and early 2000s, that was, like, the first show HBO did, and that was, like, Game of Thrones for its time, you know? Yeah, definitely. So I think the fan base and, like, the viewing is so high that people have these expectations set where it's, like, this has to be, it has to be great, you know what I mean? And it's just like, oh, that wasn't as good as I thought, like. Exactly. I, mean, I, I, still, I, I think it's going to be good either way. I mean, there's yeah. going to be a plot twist, like, Danny won't go out that easy. I, I, no. I, I mean, if Arya gets killed tonight, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I, well, my thing is, is how are you going to kill Daenerys when, like, they pretty much butter up this whole show? Um, as being unstoppable, like she had, even Ex- with one dragon, Ex- she just wrecked the whole army. Exactly. So that's gonna be like tricky. And me and my fiance were talking before we got on about how this this episode should have been like one of the longer episodes because how long is this one? Is it like just a, is it what hour and ten? Yeah, I think it's only like eighty minutes at that at the most. Really? So episode yeah. three and five were the hour and a half ones, right? Okay, like, I think the long battles. Is, All right. I think tonight is as long as last week's episode. So it's kind of like, how are you going to fit in all the stuff? Like I said, like there's, it seems like there's still so much more that they have to put in that they still haven't even, like, you know, put in yet. Yeah, I like, I, I mean, it was sure, like, when they, remember when they announced it, it was going to be like six episodes. I was kind of mm-hmm. like, uh, I was like, okay, like, are we going to do like two, two and a half hour, ep- like mini movies pretty much? Like, how, how is it going to work? Right. So, I mean, in the first two episodes, it was just like, remember all build up? Exactly. And I'm like, damn, I didn't really miss anything. I mean, it was just like <laughs> yeah. re- reuniting and then just preparing and everyone just kind of mm-hmm. like talking, you know? Right. So, in episode three is when everything jumped off, and then episode four, it kind of started off slow, and they went back to Dragonstone, and they killed the dragon, and it's like, oh, shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Well, and I think that was probably another problem, is just because they had that whole year where we didn't have any Game of Thrones, I yeah. think that first episode, they were like, hey, we're just going to introduce everybody back on the show, and you're like, oh, man, you know, okay, you just spent that whole episode doing that, now you have yeah. to and I think, but also, I mean, a lot of people, I, I think people aren't realizing too, is that I think there was other like contract obligations for the cast and they were tied up with other stuff. That's why it took so long. You know what I mean? Right. Well, and I mean, and, and, and HBO had to budget it in like, all right, cool. We got to get everybody together. So we're going to have to pay more money, you know, obviously to have everybody here to lock down these, this, 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 uh, sh- you know, shooting. I don't know, man. Like, it's been a good season. I, I, it's going to be weird, though, to see how they, like, knock off Daenerys, though. I mean, obviously, I mean, John, for him to, like, be proven that he can do it, he's got to get burned or something's got to happen, you know? Right. Like, well, you can't, they're not just going to walk in there, like, walk up the steps and kill her that easy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, and another thing, it's like, now we're just assuming she's going to die. Like, 
that could be another ending. That could be another swerve too, man, where she doesn't live. Like, like that's it. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, like that could be another swerve, like where it's going to be like a Mad Queen rule kind of thing, you know. Right. And but the thing is, though, is that I mean, dude, half of the I, I don't know, like I just can't. I, I think now, like, it's to the point, like, where we kind of thought that, like, oh, you know, Cersei will die this season. Like, I think now with the build of it, like, Danny already hates, like, she blames everybody for, like, everything. Like, she doesn't like Sansa, you know what I mean? Like, Sam and Bran, like, everybody know the secret of Jon. So it's just, like, Arya, like, so it's kind of like, I, I, I think she has to die now, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, she's not going to rule and then have, like, Sansa, who's in the north, knows that John's the real king and John's still alive and all this and that. You know what I mean? It's kind of conflicting. Right. Like, right. It can't go back to how it was before, like when the show first started. Where you got, like, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying like, I think, and I think this is the episode where John becomes like a dragon, you know, he's been like the whole wolf and he's been, you know, right. honorable and he's been loyal, like kind of like Ned was and everything where I think now this is the point where he has to come and show that he's fire and blood too, you know? Right. And so, it's, it's, I'm just saying this, though. I'm honestly thinking, all right, Daenerys is going to die. That could be, a, you know, for some people, a good thing, bad moment. I don't know. There's going to be one. Someone else is getting killed tonight. I don't know if it's Tyrion. I don't know if it's Arya. But there's going to be one of those emotional kills where it's going to, like, really mess right. up with people, bro. <laughs> I, you know, I was going to ask you that. Like, what do you think is going to happen to Tyrion? I could see him, die, like, either sacrificing himself. Or just like get straight up like um, very like burned alive. You're just like, oh, right. yeah, like for him, like oh man, because I talked to some people and they they think that Tyrion will be the one to come up with the plan how to take Daenerys out, kind of thing. Like he'll right. he'll he'll be the one to come up with the plan for it. And just I don't know, like I could see him, like you said, he could either sacrifice himself, like, or he could be like, he might kill himself too. If I mean, if it goes the way where Danny doesn't get taken out. Tyrion could be like, I can't rule, I can't be under a Mad Queen rule, you know, and just like drink poison or something. Right. But, you know, honestly, like, I think what has to happen, I mean, well, the way I see it is, I think that he'll be able to, I think Jon will give him the Western lands and him and Bronn, because Bronn's still around, they're going to just rule in the West together, man. Okay, you think? Because <laughs> Bronn's still out there, remember? Bronn's still out there, and I think, like, and I think he shows back up and we kind of get that feel-good, like, Tyrion Bronn moment, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that could be. You know, I I totally forgot after the whole uh, King's Landing game burned down, <laughs> like, Bronn's still out there. I'm like, what's he going to do? Like, well, now, but, I, now, I also could see a point, too, where, I mean, if Tyrion's at a point where he's he looks like he's about to get killed, where Bronn could save him kind of thing. I mean, to that point, too, like, Tyrion kind of lays low. Like, I mean, he doesn't have – I mean, he's he's just kind of out there. So – but I see, like, I see him. I see him living though, because he is one of like the the real, real fan favorites, you know. Right. Where I, I can I can't really see them like killing him off. But now Arya is a fan favorite too. But I think for John to take that extra step to be a dragon, I think Arya might have to die though. Exactly, and that's what's going to push him. Because I mean, she's had a lot of close calls this season with the Night right. King, and then in the city, you know, running around and everything else. So I'm right. thinking, like, if she does at the point where she's get she gets killed, kind of thing, and I really think that, and then I think there could be like one of those heartfelt moments too, where like she's like dying, and John right. goes up to her, and then John, and, he, and you know, she says something to John, 
and that's what clicks in his mind, and that's when he goes to you know kill Daenerys, I think maybe. So because I think John- I think he's in a I think he's gonna walk through. He's in, I think he's gonna kill Grey Worm. Yeah, I think he's gone for sure. <laughs> well, I thought, remember I, me and you remember me remember me you thought he was gone episode three with the night king in them dude <laughs> exactly yeah and then i was totally shocked that um his uh girlfriend died i, I couldn't believe that um yeah well that. that was a, that was a shock too but i think that was the final um i think it's the final thing that pushed danny over the edge though exactly. and i think that i think that and also looking back at that and everything that built up to it that's what i think really drove her mad because remember she thought that Cersei was going to agree to it and abide, and then she took right. that, and then she took her head off, and I think that's what finally, finally snapped her because that was her best friend. You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, her exactly. husband, her husband, her husband died. She can't have kids. The dragons were her kids. She always said she lost two of them. Um, she lost Jorah, who was like her number one, you know, her knight and you know number one advisor from the start. He he got killed. So I mean, she's gone through like all this where, and I think that finally snapped her to that point. You know. I was kind of surprised too. I thought I thought all the Dothraki got wiped out. I saw them in episode five. I was like, "Wait a minute, what's well, going on here?" Because I saw that um, you know, upcut what's upcoming uh, for this episode, and you see this whole like army. I'm like, I thought all the got, got killed. It looks like they have the whole Unsullied army. That's a, so, that's what I thought too. Because I'm like, wait a minute, like when they were planning in episode four, they were like, "All right, we're going to take King's Landing," and the, and someone's like, "Well." Half of this army's wiped, the Unsullied's wiped out, and then the Dothraki, right. the, all the Dothraki are gone. And I'm like, okay, so Danny has to rely on the North and the dragons that she has to, to yeah. take this. Yeah. And then here, and then here we are in the city or the episode preview, and she's walking out, and I see Dothraki and Unsullied. I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Like, I thought yeah. they, were, I, thought, I thought the Dothraki were wiped out in like two minutes of that episode uh, three. <laughs> right. If I had one complaint about this season, that probably would be it. Because I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, on the episode of Battle of Winterfell, you had all the Dothraki. Or like yeah, like they, all- that was the beginning of the episode. They had the light, the fire on the swords, and they were marching. And then you see all that fire go out, and you're just like, okay, you're like, they're gone. Yeah, they're like, right, and then remember when gone. Grey Worm, and remember he, he cut the bridge. And, the, and remember he cut the Unsullied out that were still out there on the battlefield? To shut the right. wall on Winterfell, so that's what I'm just like. Wait a minute! I thought the Unsullied and Dothraki were all wiped out. You know what I mean? So then right. I'm just like, oh, wait a minute. So there's more, or what, what, what's going on here? You know? Right. And you know what else they need to do this episode? They gotta make a reason why Bran's a three-eyed raven because it seems like he's just been like useless. Well, I mean, if- to me, dude, that, yeah, like Bran, like he's that character, like I'll. I've never really been into his character much. Like, right, me there's, either. There's got to be more of a backstory. Like, why did the Night King only go for him? You know what I mean? Like, he right. the night the Night King didn't even entertain John. I mean, after Daenerys burned him, he tried to kill. He tried to throw a spear at the dragon. And he just walked away. And I'm like, wait a minute. It's okay. So he's not going for them. He's just going for Bran. Like, there has to be some kind of. Maybe they're going to talk about that in the prequel with the with the first men and the children right. of the forest. Hopefully, that would be good. You know what I mean? But I think Bran's also going to be uh, Bran the Builder as well. That's where, what I was thinking. Where I think he has the power. Because remember, the original Bran the Builder built the wall with some exactly. magic or some sort. So I'm thinking that could be in the final final scenes too, where John's going back up north and Bran's over there building the wall again. And they're building it back up right. maybe. And then, uh, you know, John could run into the dead wildlings and you'll see like the White Walker symbol or something. I don't know. Like, Could, could Bran see to the future or only the past? 
I don't know, because remember, remember his first one of his first visions was the dragon over King's Landing, though. Right, because I'm like, wouldn't he have like warned them, like, hey, yeah, Daenerys is probably gonna snap if you guys take. Uh, I have no idea because he knew he knew Jamie was coming to Winterfell. Because remember in the first episode, he's like, oh, I'm waiting That's for right. an old, I'm waiting for an old friend. That's right. Okay, so. So he, he do he knows like and then and then he played the future out because remember he gave Arya he gave Arya the Valyrian dagger that killed the Night King, right? And then she, so, she killed she killed Littlefinger with it, and then he told her, and then he said, "No, hold on to that. You're going to need it." And then she she needed it to kill the Night King, <laughs> right? See, that's what I'm saying. They, I think, so wouldn't uh, wouldn't he wouldn't he been built to be like, "Hey, John, man, just a heads up. Daenerys is going to go <laughs> mad and burn the whole city, so you might want to take her out maybe before." Exactly, because I mean, he warned them about other stuff like with the Night King. So, like, <laughs> that's or maybe it's one of those uh, Doctor Strange things where like he knows if he tells uh, you know Tony Stark that he's gonna die. The you know he, like that future won't happen. So oh, maybe, oh like, yeah, yeah kind of like when yeah, yeah you're right. That, I can see that. Yeah, or he's like I can't tell John because then it's exactly. not gonna happen, or he's not gonna want to do it, kind of thing. You know. Exactly. So maybe it's something like that. But I mean that makes yeah, sense. He, but Brand's building's just been terrible, dude. Yeah, he's <laughs> when people complain about character arcs and stuff, that should be the one everyone gets mad about. Yeah, like, because then that's just like they're like, oh hey, Brand. He was like, oh Brand's dead. I'm no longer Brand Stark. I'm the Three Eyed. Right? Remember, it's just like, oh, you're like, oh, 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 okay, dude. Like, I, I guess you know what I mean. Right. But it's kind of like the, it's just out there for me. And even the Three Eyed Ravens before him, they didn't even really explain him either. Just some old dude, guy. Yeah, it was just some old guy that was chilling. And then like the only like real serious scene he had is when like the Night King like wiped out the children of the forest and then killed him. You know, and then Hodor's like hold the door. Right, like that's that was really it to me. Like it's just <laughs> may, maybe the prequel is gonna. I think I think the prequel is gonna talk about the children of the forest, like the first men, and then like how the three eyed raven and the night king came to be. I mean, I'm hoping so. Right, you know, yeah, and, and they kind of they kind of lead into that. But that's another thing. Is the prequel gonna be all the two uh, producers who are doing it now? Like no, no, movie? actually, it's it, it's gonna be. I know George R. R. Martin is actually signed on as one of the uh, producers and writers for the first one. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's not it's not D and uh, who is it? D and D, the two guys that are that the two guys right. that did Game of Thrones. They're not doing the prequels. Oh, okay. So this is gonna be more of uh, yeah. So it's gonna be yeah because it's more of the backstory of kind of Game of Thrones. So it's more of like stuff that he already has, kind of. You know what I mean? So, well, that should that should actually get all the whiners. You know, they should be happy. You know, That's, since they're all complaining yeah, about that, this one. That's what I was about to say. I was going to say, look, if you're not happy with this, I think just wait until that show comes out, and then you should be like enjoying I mean, that whole thing. What it, George R. R. Martin said, three to five prequels are in the works right now. Really? I yeah. yeah, yeah I so I mean, well, that, that's what's that's what's like in development. I know the the one, the first, what is it? The uh, with the children of the forest and the first men. That's the one that's in like shooting right. That's the first one starting. But the, he said that they have three or five that they want to develop into it. So I'm hoping they do the fire and blood. The, the egg on the conqueror story right Same here. I, I definitely want to see robert's rebellion you know to kind of see like to see the mad king and kind of that whole backstory that led to game of thrones right like with 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 ned and like robert baratheon and like tywin lannister you know jamie as the kingslayer like kind of the beginning of it right like that would be that's definitely got to be great 
these don't even have to be like full, like you know, series like where there's like eight seasons. They could nah, be like mini. That's what I'm saying. Series. Like, if you look yeah. at HBO, like they do different like mini series where they do it like six to eight episodes, kind of thing. Or they only do like right. a couple seasons. Like, you don't have to draw it out like seven, eight seasons like that. Obviously, you know what I mean. Like, you could just do like mini series to six to eight episodes and just kind of like go like that and just do it. You know. Right. So, so, I mean, that's... Do you that's know when the is. first one's supposed to come out? Uh, I thought that it was... I don't know. Either, it's either 2020 or 2021. It's supposed to be here. Right. Because they probably haven't even started production on it. Well, the problem is, is that I think HBO is, like, really pushing for it because they know Game of Thrones is, like, their moneymaker. Exactly. Because it, it gets all the views. So, I think that's why HBO is pushing for so much development and putting money into it, they're like, all right, hurry up. We need the one to come out, like, next year or the year after. We can't be, like, delaying this a couple years, you know? Right. Because, I mean, who honestly now watches, like, I mean, that's really the only show on HBO, really, you know? That's decent. Well, you got to think, they just lost boxing, so that's gone. And I'm not sure how good West – was it Westworld? Westworld, Um, yeah. I mean, I started – I watched the first – I watched the first few episodes. I just couldn't really get into it. It was too out there for me. I know there's certain, I know there's a lot of people that do like it. I mean, so but but now they love Game of Thrones. Exactly. And then another thing I was talking with a coworker about. I'm kind of glad they're they're also in a Game of Thrones. It's not getting stretched out any more seasons. Or then I'd be kind of afraid to turn into The Walking Dead. Exactly. I was, and, and, I, and you and you would get so you would get so repetitive onto like ten or eleven right. seasons, and you're like, oh, all right, let's just go ahead and like end this kind of thing. <laughs> like, because I, I just gave up on The Walking Dead. Right. Well. I... <laughs> I went through and watched it again, and then I like almost had to force myself to get through these last couple of seasons. <laughs> just, just because I feel like now I've seen so much, I gotta finish it. But I don't blame anyone uh, for not finishing it. It has become really uh, watered down. It's not the same show. Um, but I did think about that with Game of Thrones, where I was like, you know what? It could get to the point where people just get bored out of it. Yeah. Or, uh, you got to think some of those uh, actors and actresses, they they get, don't they'll get tired out. of the same role. Right. Because and you, like, you, you got to think, like, you, you get tired of that role so much, that's what your career goes off of. You're like, oh, wait, that's Jon Snow. He's not anything else. He's Jon Snow. You know what I mean? Exactly. Because I think of all those other, like, uh, movie actors or TV show actors who, like, I don't see them on any other show because they can't make another role because people base them. Like, that kid who... Uh, with uh, Harry Potter, I think everyone just thinks his name's Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. So I could see why um, they're probably uh, uh, not canceling it, but ending it now. Or, yeah, I mean that's that's definitely. I mean that's why I was I was like I said I was talking to a coworker about that, and I'm like you know because if you get it drawn out too much, then people will just get played out with it. It's like gosh, how many Fast and the Furious movies are we gonna make? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it turns into something different. Yeah. Yeah. I, so it's just like, and, but I know I totally get with Game of Thrones because it's based off the book, and there's, but there's the problem is that there's so much more detail in the book that they could make probably make 15 seasons of the show, but it's like who wants to sit there and watch all that, you know? Exactly. Well, that's, that's, that's my thought. For compared to Walking Dead, and then like let's say Daenerys or the um, actress who plays her. Just doesn't want to be on the show anymore, and then you explained why she got killed off. <laughs> yeah, it ends up like a whole like, oh, okay, you know, kind of like a uh, Rick from Walking Dead. He like, didn't want exactly. to be on the show. He didn't want to be on the show anymore, so he just like blows up the bridge, but he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, no, I definitely get that. But all right, so let me ask you: um, overall, 
just thoughts on the show uh, all together. I mean, dude, it's honestly like it's probably it's my favorite TV show of all time, and it's probably the, it's, it's got to be the greatest TV series of all time when you think about it. I mean, right. just the way that you know people have been you know involved with it, and just how it's like really like shaped up. I mean, I think it's it's probably the greatest TV show of all time. Like, I mean, it's season eight could people could say it could be so bad, but I guarantee it's ninety five percent better than anything else on television right now for TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what am I going to watch tonight? Do I want to watch, like, the Golden State Warriors win another championship? Do I want to watch a terrible Money in the Bank pay review or I want to watch the Game of Thrones finale? <laughs> right. And, you know, it's funny because I think for me, um, Breaking Bad is, like, <laughs> overall my favorite show. And so I remember you telling me back probably season four, you're like, oh, dude, you got kids the Game of Thrones. I'm like, I don't know. And it's one of those things, like, the first couple uh, episodes of the first season, I'm like, oh, man, I don't know, this is, like, medieval stuff, it's kind of tacky. Yeah. The more you watch it, the more you're like, okay, wow, this is <laughs> this is an awesome show. Well, no, that's what happens. Like, when I, when I first started watching it on season one, back when it when they first did it, like, I told, like, I started getting like, everybody involved in it. Like, I told all my all my roommates, I told everybody, I was like, dude, give the show a shot. I was like, get through the first couple episodes, and you're going to be involved in it, man. And then that's when, like, everyone was just like – all for it, you know what I mean? So it's kind of right. like, it, it's that show, because you want to, you give a show like three or four episodes and eventually you're like, all right, this sucks, you know, and you just exactly. stop watching. So, I mean, that's that's kind of like, you know, how it was for me. I mean, Breaking Bad was phenomenal too. That, But remember that show, what was it? It didn't get good until like episode five or six. Right, like you really had to go through that show to actually get it. Yeah, you actually had to go through to see like his character development and everything like that. So it was kind of like, okay, you know, so... Walking Dead was kind of the same way. I mean, it builds up for a little bit, and then it got real, real good. Right. Well, but I think Game of Thrones is one of those shows, too, where, like you were saying, like, Walking Dead, it was, it, you know, you had to build it up, and then it finally got really good, but then it hit its peak and then went down. Where I think, Thrones, yeah. It just continually got better and better. And not only that, but it's one of those shows you can rewatch it and get, like, learn more stuff that you didn't even notice in the um, first time watching it. Yeah, and, and the thing is, too, is that for Game of Thrones, man, like, think about, like, fan bases that are so strong. Like, you have Star Wars as such a big fan base. That's why people, people like, hate the new episodes because that, right. I mean, that goes all the way back to, like, the 70s when they made the first one. So that fan base is so big. Game of Thrones fan base, like, started with people that read maybe the books in, like, the late 90s and early 2000s. Right. Then the TV show happened, and then it became so much more bigger as uh, as a fan base and got that much that much bigger. So... I don't know, man. Like, it's, it's kind of like it is with wrestling, too, man. Like, you have these people that are, like, smart, like, the marks that are, like, oh, I read the book, so the show sucks. But it's like, dude, you know, it's like, quit, quit your whining, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, and like, I gonna... the, book, the book has so much more differences in the show. And it's just like, and just like the, uh, the creators said, one, they said that, man, we can't base everything off the book because we would be making the show for 15 years then, you know? Exactly. But <laughs> I, I also think, um, Everyone's opinion on the show is probably going to be based off tonight because if it has a really bad ending, then people are just going to remember the show. Like, I think, like, Sopranos, people are like, wow, that's a really good show. But man, that ending, or even like uh, the show Lost, I, I remember people uh, 
crapping on that ending too for not being as good as the whole show. Yeah, because Lost it was kind of it was all like a dream or it was something like that was. But I, I don't know. I, I can't see him actually writing it like that. Like I don't think it's gonna be someone's dream. Like that 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 whole thing's <laughs> not gonna happen. Like right. Brand Brand's not gonna wake up and it all be like a dream or something. Like I don't definitely don't see that happening. Right. But right. I mean, actually, I think to the point now, like we were saying earlier. Either way, people are going to be upset. Like, if it's a great finale, people are still going to be like, well, you know, it was okay, but the rest of the season sucks, so... But it's like, come on, you know? Right. And those people who, after last week's episode, were like, I'm not watching the ending. It's like, you know you're watching it. Yeah, okay. They, they say I'm not going to watch the ending, but I guarantee it will have the highest rating viewings exactly. of all time. Like, I, I've been exactly. seeing this every week. Like, you see, like, everyone complain about it, but then you see when the ratings come out, it's still the highest rated. Like, last week still had the highest rated episode out of any episode so far. Right. Everyone, everyone hated it. So it's just like, oh, really? I'm going to watch the first five episodes. It's like, I'm not going to watch the finale. Don't lie to yourself. You are. <laughs> right. And it's, like I said, like, oh, it's going to be one of those things where people, people will probably complain, but I'm sure there are people who are going to like it. And the people who complain, it's probably because you had a theory and it wasn't your theory. But That's what it was. And, I mean, I've been wrong, like, three times this, this, series, this season already. So it's like, what the heck, you know? Oh, yeah, because my original uh, thoughts um, or theories coming into this season was the final battle or the final episode would be the Night King. <laughs> I, I well, well I, predict, I, predict, I predicted the Night King to get to, like, King's Landing and John to fight him on the throne room there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, all right, so, Spe- speaking of ratings, um, have you been watching uh, WWE lately? No, I haven't watched WWE since <laughs> um, the night after WrestleMania. And okay. it was some terrible booking with uh, Kofi and Seth against like the bar, I think ended up being the, it was like, Oh my gosh, you know, what a letdown that was. Right. So right. honestly, like with WW, I'm not trying to be WW haters. Just, I'm not enjoying their product at, right now. And I'm just not really intrigued with it. So I'm more pumped for next Saturday night when uh, AEW gets their shot and uh, we get to see what they're about, man. Right. Well, and it's funny because tonight, the money and big uh, pay per view. It's like you know the nine ninety nine uh, network. <laughs> but even, I wouldn't even watch that. I'd still go and order the. <laughs> but yeah, it's like one of those things right now where uh, I'm not a WWE hater either. But it's just one of those things like every year, like you know, I say this to you, I'm like, oh man, I'm probably gonna stop watching. <laughs> it keeps going like this. I think it finally, especially at WrestleMania, I think it finally hit that point where I'm like, Ooh, man. It's becoming a chore to watch this. Yeah, like, and with WWE, like, it's just, like, they have so much good talent, you know what I mean? But it's just, like, it's booked wrong, you know? Right. That's my opinion on it. Like, they have so much, like, great talent that what it is, and it's just, like, the ratings are so bad, so now they feel, like, forced to, like, you know, do stuff. And it's like, come on, man. Like, the ratings are bad, so let's book AJ versus Seth Rollins, the first pay-per-view, right after Money in the Bank, where you could make that a big-time storyline in the summer and build it up for SummerSlam, you know? Right. Well, and when you think, when they did the uh, brand split or draft last um, year, yeah, everyone, everyone was like, oh, man, AJ versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. And that was like the first match on SmackDown. <laughs> and then for WrestleMania, they had Kofi versus Daniel Bryan. And you're like, man, wh- why would you do that? Like, why would you put yourself into a situation like that? Well, I, I mean, and then I think uh, one of the, I mean, just going off of like, you know, listening to like wrestling podcast and um, 
you know, reading stuff online because I haven't really watched much of the show weekly. It seems right. like Co- Kofi's title reign's been kind of underwhelming. I guessing like it's not they're no one's they're not really the crowds aren't really I guess attracted to him <laughs> as the champ. I, it seems like man, like I don't know, maybe yeah. I'm wrong. You know my thoughts about it. <laughs> it's like I told you. Um, I thought like him winning was cool. It was like a good like uh, good uh, you know good feeling moment and stuff like that. Yeah. But, but once that and then you're kind of like oh right, oh wow it's, it's Kofi as your champ as he's still wearing like these really goofy colors and still coming out with the new day music. But then he tries to be serious and I think after a while you're like man if, if that's all he has then you're you know, if you're trying to build stories or attention to, you're not going to yeah. really go anywhere. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I get, I, I mean, if worse came to worse, I mean, I guess they could see him putting the belt on, like, Kevin Owens. I could see him going that route. But, I mean, come on, it's going to be full circle here. I'm guessing Roman will win the belt. And right. they go they go on Fox, what, the end of the year? Or first – when do they go on Fox, if I'm not mistaken? I, I think October. October? Well, I'm guessing, yeah, they're going to book it on Fox – and by the time Mania season hits is when football NFL season ends on Fox. So Fox will need ratings. I'm guessing that's when The Rock will come back and they'll do Roman and Rock for WrestleMania, you know? So that's your prediction for next year uh, for Mania? Yeah, I, I, yeah I'm, gonna go, I'm, I'm definitely going Roman Rock. Um, I, I have no idea what they're going to do with, uh, with Seth. Like, I don't even know if he'll be the champ next year or there'll be something else. Like, I have no idea um, where, they, where that story goes. Uh, no no idea at all man and then of course brock like brock i don't even know like they don't even know if he's i mean he might be done with everything man (laughs) (laughs) um well i was gonna say the way that they've been doing the brand split or like now they're not doing it i could see them just by the end of the year i could really see it being one unified champion again well that that would make actually make that would be actually pretty cool too like if they just do like maybe roman versus seth as like a unification at survivor series where you do the right. Raw versus SmackDown, and that's like the big match is Roman versus Seth. Um, and then you have, you know, decide the champion there. And then, of course, like you said, the champion will go on both. I, I mean, they do that now pretty much with Becky. She's a double champ, and she goes on both shows. Right. They might, well, they might as well just uni- – they need to unify – well, the, the WWE doesn't – they don't recognize their tag team division at all. So, <laughs> I mean, they need to they need to have, like, champions just be one, man, you know? Right. Um. Well, do you think Becky's going to keep – both belts tonight, or I think she'll keep, she'll keep the Raw one because I think she's dating Rollins now, so I think they'll keep them on the same show together. Okay, she, Lacey Evans won't win, but I get yeah. Oh, well, obviously, I think Charlotte's gonna win because she's gonna be like a 17 time world champ before the next like four right. years is up. <laughs> I think she's already at like seven or eight now, <laughs> right? Well, she'll definitely be the one going into the Fox uh deal when that starts as a champion. I could see her as a champ and Roman, Roman. as a champ. Yeah, right. Roman definitely. Roman definitely. I think we'll. Uh, I think you yeah. have to. I think you. I think you have to put Roman as the champ going into Fox. You know. Right. Well, I'm calling it now. I feel like what's going to happen is Roman's going to win the belt the first night that they do it on SmackDown, like as their rating. Oh, getter. oh, on Fox. So they're going to book him as the number one contender that night. Right. Right. And then that main event will be him versus like Lars Sullivan or someone. <laughs> and then they'll have him beat him for the belt that night. Lars Sullivan. Man. Um, okay. So, you know, you know what else I was thinking? They might unify the belts because if AEW has one champion, they might want, like, Roman as their big top star. Well, you know? I, I mean, with AEW, man, I the way I'm, – I'm honestly stoked for it. I mean, I know the roster's still getting built, but, I mean, the way that they're really, they're really going about it, 
I see a lot, a lot of potential, man, you know? Um, what do you think about the TNT deal? Oh, I think that's great, man, because if you look at it, man, TNT's been sh- – they, they don't have really good TV shows. And now you're putting right. wrestling back on that network, and that network is also primetime. So if you, you, can, you can stream it. If you have a basic cable package, you get that network. So I think it's going to be great for them, man. They just got to get like a good like eight or nine o'clock primetime spot, and I think it'll be solid, man. I think I think they should do it on Wednesdays or Thursdays nights when WWE's not. They sh- I don't think they should go head to head right away with them. For no, me. I think on Monday and Tuesday they sh- they shouldn't do a show. Maybe Wednesday or Thursday night they book something like a like a TV slot from like eight to ten or nine to eleven or whatever on Wednesday or Thursday because you can't right. go right in right away. Because I listen to Jericho's podcast. You know, he was hyping up saying, um, oh, it's a war, you know, whether you like it or not, this and that. But I think for AEW, just for right now, starting out, before the, they got to get the roster a lot bigger and more notoriety, and then maybe go head-to-head with them, you know? But not right away, though. Right. Well, I think I've read an article saying that Tony Khan was, uh, did not want to go head-to-head with them. That wasn't just, obviously, they're going to say that now because they're not, if they do the uh, TNA approach and they're like, yeah, we're going to go head-to-head, well, you saw what happened. <laughs> so I think it's one of those things where, like, you just, you know where you're at. Don't, don't try to, <laughs> They'll end up on pop TV like TNA. <laughs> well, and you know what I'm going to say about the TNT deal is uh, exactly what was popular. Um, if, if, uh, if AEW got on Destination America or pop TV, you already know that, that shows indie. They're not going to Even if they went on Paramount Network, everyone would compare them to Impact or, or Impact Wrestling or TNA. Yeah, so, absolutely. So you need the well, not, to go on TNT. And did you see how they booked it? They did it like the old school Nitro with like the exactly. flames and the logo <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> well, I'm excited too because from what I've heard, TNT is the one's going to produce each weekly episode. So you, they it's not dude, and TNT is solid. Like they 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 have single handedly probably the best the NBA sports show when they have Charles, Chuck, and Shaq and every or uh, and Ernie and Kenny. Right. Like that show is ten times better than wa- that. Ten- that show is ten times better than watching Paul Pierce go zero for six in predictions and brag <laughs> how he's better than Dwayne Wade on his ESPN show. Oh, oh we'll get on some more of that next week, I'm sure. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, but uh, and I was gonna say, um, it was a TNT deal. Everyone gets the WCW feel right away. You're like, oh yeah, WCW. It's like everyone's already comparing it to WCW. Do you think it's going to be a studio uh, kind of thing like Impact, or do you think they're going to be able to do like small arenas? Man, I, I th- I'm hoping they do it more like kind of starting off in like smaller arenas. You know, I know right. they have, I know the June show is booked at the Daytona Beach Ocean Center, which is uh, usually about anywhere from what six to eight thousand for the for the for that one for the right. cyber for the CEO Fest or whatever. Um, I know that, so I know there's going to be a big crowd draw for that, and then fight for the fallen. They're doing it in uh, like a stadium or, or an arena outside of Jacksonville, where I okay. guess a minor league like hockey team or something plays, and it's like sixty five hundred is for the fight for the fallen show. So okay. I'm guessing is that, and then of course you know the rumor is all in two is going to be back in Chicago the same weekend, right? And of course you know my fantasy booking for that man, it's Cody versus Jericho for the belt, <laughs> and then uh, Omega versus Moxley, man. Well, I'm hoping. I'm really hoping he shows up um, next next week. Saturday. The, the uh, Young Bucks did say that there are some surprises that they haven't obviously announced because they want to keep them for the show. Yeah. So we'll see. I everyone thinks because uh, Pac uh, got out of the show that that's where uh, Moxley might be, but I don't think so. I don't think you're up there because you would automatically make him seem like a mid carder. 
Oh, um, wait. Oh, uh, oh, wait. So, uh, wait, Pop pulled out of it? Yeah, apparently. Um, they like an went, injury or what happened? I guess they wanted Adam Page to win the match. And he oh, was, they, they don't want to have Pop go down early? Right. I, apparently, uh, well, he doesn't want to go out. Apparently, he's oh. on his shirt. And he didn't want to uh, take the fall because uh, he's still trying to do this gimmick where he's undefeated. Oh, dude, so, they gotta have they gotta have to go in the battle royal then and get the future title shot, man. Oh, you know what? I could see that. Um, but I'm sure they're gonna have someone come out like um, Ty Dillinger or because I think the show's gonna end with Moxley. So well, I think I think the show I think the show will end kind of like how when Luger debuted on Nitro when he just walked out. Because <laughs> right. I, I, I mean I don't I don't think because I don't think Moxley can he can't have the no contact for ninety right he can't do the. He can't actually be in the ring for ninety days or whatever it is. So, so I think I think I think he might just walk out, and then you see him standing there, and then he right. stares Omega down, and then Omega either Omega beats Jericho. I think Jericho's going to win because I think oh, they're going to try to. I think I think they're going to book uh, Cody versus Jericho. I could see that though, where Jericho or Omega's about to beat Jericho, and then and like then Moxley hits. You, you see the promo like, or something, right? And then he's like distracted by that, and then. Jericho hits him with like a roll up or whatever and beats him. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Because you got to um, think, man. I mean, it is all elite wrestling, but man, the elite they can't win every match. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's like WCW, NWO. Exactly. <laughs> well, I saw people on Twitter already after the whole Adam Page thing, like, "Oh man, here we go." I'm like, I don't think it's like that. But you know, obviously, we're giving the benefit of the, the, the doubt. Well, but... I, I think on this show, I think I think the Bucks, I think the Bucks will lose. They're not going to keep those AAA titles. I don't think. I think right. I think I think the Bucks will they'll drop the belts to um to Lucha Bros. Um, Cody Cody will beat Dustin I think because this is going to be Dustin's last match and I think he'll yeah. go out of his back like he's an old school type of guy and I think right. and I think for the future booking I think it's going to be Jericho and Cody for the vacant title at All In Two because that's the way they're if you watch the if you're watching the Double or Nothing build up promos every week they're right. they're building up for Cody and Jericho because they keep going head to head on these confrontations and like promos so I think right. it's building to that. And with Omega, like I think Omega is the best, like just the pure wrestler entertainer on the roster. So they got to have him wrestle like those top matches, man. If you bring a Johnny Moxley in, dude, you got to put him Omega on the card for All In too. That's gonna sell, you know? Oh yeah, definitely. Well, and then, then eventually, if they get CM Punk, man, you got to have CM Punk versus Omega. I'm, I'm like I know he's tired of wrestling and he doesn't want to wrestle. <laughs> if they get CM Punk, and, <laughs> that'd be huge. Like there's. They would automatically be on. Uh, I know people are like, no one's gonna be on WWE's level, but they would be. Um, on, because to me, they're a number two company already, and they haven't even put on the actual show. So the fact that if they could get these guys, they would be in that category where like they're competing with WWE. Yeah, I mean that's that's how the way I see it going. I mean, it's just because I think a lot of people. It's you know, oh, everyone. How many times has someone trying you know gone head to head with Vince and WWE? And it's like, well, Cody and you know Tony Khan and the Bucks and Omega. They said over and over, they're like, look, we're not trying to you know come out here and compete and take over WWE. We're just trying to give somebody an alternate product to watch with good right. wrestling and like you know kind of a wrestling feel to it. So it's like. They're not jumping in this right away. To, oh, we're taking WWE out because obviously we don't. We're not built for that. We don't have the whole marketing machine like WWE does right now. You know what I mean? So, but honestly though, I think they're I think they're more than a, a t-shirt company like Triple H called them though. <laughs> oh, I've heard some of them uh, on Twitter posting about that. Oh, I think Omega left a uh, uh, tweet just saying um, 
you know, we're doing pretty good for a t-shirt company or something. Oh, yeah, and then Cody, when he cut the promo where he was like, yeah, I'm more tired of being compared to people, he was like, you're going to tell me uh, the piss, uh, Pissant bodybuilder on no disqualification match is better than, <laughs> is better than an Omega and Okada match? <laughs> but, you know what I'm uh, interested in? The fact that they keep saying it to be more sports-centric. And for me, I'm like, okay, what does that mean? Because I know they kept on talking about um, having, like, a record and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, like, okay, as long as you do uh, storylines at the same time, it might work. Because if you think about it, um, UFC, they're basically WWE, but, like, you know, real actual fighting. Who's that? Uh, UFC. Like, oh, was, well, UFC, here's the problem. UFC, I remember when they first were, were they did the whole, like, rankings thing, like, years back. And it was right. just, like, five, six years they started doing that. And that was, like, kind of a cool concept because it's just, like, okay, it's not a random booking of somebody just taking on the belt. You actually have to work your way up. I remember TNA did it for a little bit, and it was kind of entertaining. Right. When it had, like, remember, it was kind of like you had Kurt Angle and you had, like, Elijah Burke. Or I can't remember. He had a different name at that time, though. But remember when AJ was the champ? Yeah, the Pope. Yeah, yeah, And it's just, like, you would have these guys, and they would compete. Like, no more contender matches at the pay-per-view. And then they would be the next contender for the belt right after that, you know? So it's kind of like, okay, that's kind of a cool concept. Like UFC should right. be that way, but obviously UFC is like that money grab now, you know, where it's just like, let's do every fight. Every fight is a title versus title fight, you know? Um, well, I was going to say, I think the weigh-ins is a pretty cool idea. I, like, I know now they made it free, so I'm definitely going to check that out. Um, just to see how they do it. I was thinking it might be a little goofy when they do like tag team weigh-ins, but at the same time, the action might be <laughs> We'll see. Yeah. Um, oh, I saw the, uh, what is it? It's called buy-in is the pre-show and that's going to be free right. on their Facebook page and their YouTube. And then of right. course the pay-per-view is through all, you know, cable or satellite providers, Bleacher, Bleacher Report live app. You can order the pay-per-view through them. And then of course, Spike TV is doing it for the international audience. So, I mean, I think, I mean, I think they're doing it the right way, you know? I do too. I do too. Um, I mean, $50. I know it's kind of like, whoa, you know, but I get it though. I mean, they got to, you got to pay for the talent. They got to have the concept. Because you got to think, though, man, the arena is only like 13,000 or so, 15,000 that are going to be in that arena. So you got to think how many people want to watch it that couldn't get tickets, you know? Well, at the same time, it's one of those things where, like I was saying about money in the bank, where that's like $9.99. Uh, well, yeah, $9.99. And it's Seth versus AJ tonight. About the same <laughs> Like, how, like, you know. That's like the one match you're uh, interested in seeing. The other matches will probably put you to sleep, and by the time you get to that match, you're already be bored. Where yeah, like, dude, and like you look at the card, and it's like, what's the deal, man? Like, does like every time like Bond Strowman, let's say he's getting a push, they like cut him off, dude. Like, has he got like problems or something, man? He's out uh, yeah. of the ma- he's out of the match now. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering about that because I know he's uh, he's not hurt. <laughs> he's wrestling in uh, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, he's so. wrestling Lashley. They pulled Brock from that. That's what I'm thinking, like, is Brock going to show up? They, he's on the poster. Is he going to wrestle Seth, like, in the rematch? They're just waiting for, to do the rematch, or what's the deal? Oh, yeah, I could see that. Tonight he shows up or something like that. I could see that. Or, or that, or, or, or tomorrow night or something, Heyman comes out and says, oh, I'm going to fight you in Saudi Arabia, or I don't know. First of all, I'm not. Bill Goldberg versus The Undertaker, the entrances will be longer than the match itself. <laughs> so let's not really, you know, I'm not too hyped, man. I mean – Right. What in the heck, dude, you know? And then you have well, Triple H. Then it's Triple H versus Randy Orton. Like, is Triple H just going to wrestle all his ex-Evolution guys? Is he going to wrestle Ric Flair at SummerSlam this year? Like, what's the deal, man? <laughs> well, and I've 
heard people saying like, oh, you know, I don't know how you guys can't get excited for <laughs> Legends wrestling. I'm like, you know, Hulk Hogan and Rick Flair are legends. I don't want you to wrestle right <laughs> I was like Undertaker. I was like the next the next uh, Saudi Arabia show. It's gonna be Undertaker versus Sting, man. It's oh, like tw- tw- twenty years too late. <laughs> or you know those matches too. Like I don't know how um, what Goldberg's cardio is like, but I'm like, man, try that, to pick bro. It's gonna be a quick match. Like I, all right, I'm, Taker Taker looked like he came out and when he squashed Elias that night at after Mania. Like he looked in shape. But like coming out squashing somebody, making you look good, like that. Okay, I totally get that. But now you're actually in a match, and it's like, okay, let's see how. But him and Goldberg, dude, like they can't be more than five minutes, bro. Like I see it going down a face to face. You know, it's kind of like okay, spear. You know, okay, one two. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what happens. Do, do, you, think, do you think Goldberg's gonna let Taker uh, get the win, or <laughs> do you think he's got to go over? Oh no, no, I think I think definitely I think. Um, Nah, Taker, go- come on now. You really think Vince is – even in Saudi Arabia, you think Vince is going to let WCW guy beat be- – be- especially beat be one of his, like, all-time greatest of all time? Like, there's no way. There's no way, bro. When Sting should have won at WrestleMania, Triple H won over, man. <laughs> um, but, all right, man, last thing. Uh, who's winning the NBA uh, championship? Oh, man, I'm taking uh, – honestly, man, I'm going Warriors in six. I hate saying it. Um it's just, it's so dumb, dude. Like, it's the same thing. Like, I hope, I really hope this offseason changes the balance of everything, man. Like, I hope next year we're having this conversation and we're all talking about it and it's a different NBA Finals. <laughs> I hope the Warriors aren't yeah. in it, you know what I mean? But I really think, like, the Blazers just aren't built right now for it. Obviously, the Warriors don't even need Durant and they're still going to win the, you know, they still can get the title, you know. Um, the Bucks, uh, I think they're going to... Five or six games, I think they'll take the. I think the Raptors will get a, maybe a win or two at home, though. I think it'll be a little bit different. Uh, right. Honestly, though, I don't think the Bucks right now they look good. I just don't think they could beat the Warriors in seven games, though. Especially if Durant comes back, I think it's too much right. for him. And I really think Draymond Green's actually playing great right now. And I think when he has to play, when him and Giannis play each other, I think that's where Giannis will get slowed down because I think Draymond will play him physical and kind of like, okay. you know, irritate him. And it's going to throw Giannis off his game. And then Bledsoe and Middleton, all the other, you know, the supporting cast from Milwaukee will have to play great then. But think about it. Okay, Bledsoe and Middleton have to step up. Okay, you have Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, and Clay Thompson also. Like, it's like, okay, like, this is not going to work, you know? I, so I say I say Warriors six they three p and then hopefully KD leaves in the off season. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I agree. Like I think, like you said, Portland they're a good team, and I'm actually surprised they got this far. Yes, but there's not yeah they're not bold to beat the Warriors, and right now it's pretty much that's what you have to do. Um, yeah, I mean you have to beat yeah you got to be you got to be built to run with Golden State, and you got to be you know. You have to be able if they're gonna shoot all night, like you gotta be able to match them in shots right. or you gotta be able to play physical, you know, so it has to, I don't know, like I honestly it's, thought it's, that, it's 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 uh, different, man. I thought that Houston team last year, I thought they were built to, but with the uh, injuries and stuff. I the think. no the Houston no last year the Houston team, the one that right. had the one that had Ariza, Eric Gordon yeah. was coming off the bench, and you had you had Tucker and Clint Capella and then you had the, you had kind of the same lineup, but Chris Paul got hurt in game five. Right. That was a team right there. They were up 3-2 on them. Right. The Rockets, and I think the Rockets were up. That could have been the team to do it, I think. Right. And, it's, you know, it's honestly like what if, but, like, I think they could have um, beat them. But, like you said, like, I think 
Warriors are going to win this series. I um, I think Toronto will win two games. They'll probably go six games. And okay. then I think it's Milwaukee versus uh, the Warriors. And, man, I think this will be a good coming out party for uh, Greek Freak, but I just don't think that team's going to be able to uh, keep up. Especially, Honestly, in my opinion, the way I, I was talking to someone at the barbershop yesterday, I'm telling him this is going to be Giannis. This is going to be how LeBron was in 07 against that Spurs team. Where he, even though Middleton and Bledsoe are a lot better than what LeBron had on that team with like Aaron right. Snow and Larry Hughes and Elgoskis, Drew Gooden, all that team. But this is kind of like where he's going to have to go up against the powerhouse. Cause that's when the Spurs were in their dynasty then, when Parker, right. Ginobili, and Duncan were all in their prime. And it was like, oh gosh, you know, I think this is going to be like Greek Freak will get beat in five or six. And it's like you said, it's kind of like a good coming out for him. But it's going right. to be like, oh man, he's still, he, he's not ready for it, you know, and it's just going to really. He's going to win the MVP, obviously, now, though, if he goes to the finals with Harden now. And then Paul George is the MVP candidate. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know they're doing it for a regular season, but I'm like, really? Paul George, come on. I was like, all right. I mean, I was, a defensive player, I would have been like, okay, cool. I, I, I totally get that. But I'm like, MVP? Right. Um, okay. Like, we could have put, like, maybe Steph or Kevin Durant on that list. I mean, they had a pretty, they had, they had pretty good uh, regular season this year, you know? Right. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm like I said. After I'll be excited. Well, I'm not excited for the NBA draft because Zion in New Orleans is is not good. But uh, you know how I felt. <laughs> but when July first hits, when off season opens up, the Lakers need to be on the phone, and we need to start getting. We have to get interviews this year, and they got to get some people out there, man. They have to, man. Well, you know, I'm gonna be interest, uh, interested to see what uh, KD does because he goes to New York. I think because yeah. I think Milwaukee right now is probably like the top dog um, in the East. But if Durant goes to New York and he gets someone like um, I don't know about Jimmy Butler, I don't think he's a number two. I think he's like a number three guy to be honest. I think Durant has to get like a Kimba or a Kyrie. Kyrie, exactly. If he gets one of those two, I think that'd be a good team. I don't think they'll be able to. I think they'll go to the championship. I don't. I don't know if they could be a team, but at the same time, Here, here's think... but here's the thing with the Knicks though. Now that that's hurting their chances now is because they have that three pick, right? So right. now it's not guaranteed. It's like okay, cool. Let's trade the third pick for Anthony Davis. It's like all right, cool. We got him here, but what's the odds of you know Kyrie or Kimba or a Kevin Durant coming up there to sign? Now we have you know that oh we're gonna get AD, but it's like it's not guaranteed now. You know what I mean? When you have the right. number one overall pick, you're, okay, cool, we're going to get Zion, and then we have a chance to, you know, sign a high-profile guard like, you know, Jimmy Butler or Kyrie or Kimba, and then Durant would be more attractive to go to get a $200 million contract. It all Here's what happens, man. The offseason right now is it's pretty much Kevin Durant holds that in his hand. Where, wherever he goes is where it's going to be like, all right, you know, this is where it is. You know how it's been going for me this year with everything? Honestly, watch him, <laughs> watch him, watch him re-sign with Golden State, bro. <laughs> But you know, I, I'm telling you, I don't. Like, there's no way they're gonna be able to keep KD, Curry, Clay, uh, and Draymond. Like two of those. I think, I think uh, Curry's the only one that's got the big contract, right? He's still yeah, he's still he, locked in. He's pretty much a given. Like he's pretty much. Man, in his- I, I I think though, honestly, like I think with the way the management ownership is, I really think they're gonna go with the original three. I think they're gonna resign Clay and Draymond. Right. Because obviously that's that's the team that's winning them the game right now. You know. Like the original, the 2015-16 team before KD got there, that was the team that was there. And it was like all those guys are homegrown. They were drafted by Golden State. You know, they, they're the ones that pretty much were there from the start. I really think the fans and, like, ownership, bro, I think they're going to 
give them the big deals. Unless KD, they take a pay cut and he stays out there, but I don't know, man. Right. But uh, for sure, KD is going to be like how we know NBA is going to go next year. Him and uh, Anthony Davis. Because if Anthony Davis goes to Boston or L- um, L.A., I think that's going to be like a game changer too. Oh, no, I mean, if, yeah. Oh, oh man, if, if he can – if he, yeah, he goes out to L.A., I mean, because you got to think. He's got one year. Next summer, he's an unrestricted free agent. But this is the year, right. like, if someone works a trade out for him is when it can happen. But, I mean, there's a lot of other guys, though, like Jimmy Butler. He already, did you see him at that post he put about thank you, Philly? So he's pretty much out. <laughs> right. And then, I think saw, and then how about – did, did you see um, – and then Terry Rozier was on first take, and he's like, yeah, I'm done with Boston. Like, he just, like, said he was, like, <laughs> yeah. done with Boston, dude. Like, so Terry Rozier could be a good pickup for a team, man. And you uh, if the Bucks beat Toronto like they are, if they keep doing that, Toronto, like Toronto, Toronto. Well, I don't know, man. Toronto, they took a chance and they got rid of DeRozan for Kawhi. They got to the Eastern Conference Finals, which is good, man. If they tank again this year, they need to get rid of Lowry and sign a Kimball Walker or Terry Rozier and right. then try to resign Kawhi, bro. They have to. Kyle well, Lowry just doesn't step up in playoffs, man. If I'm Kawhi though, this was my year where I'm like, hey, if I win a championship, I'll stay with this team. But, man, if I have this team and we don't do anything, I'm, I'm going to L.A. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. I don't, Durant and Kawhi are the two big free agents I'm looking forward to. Like, that right there is going to set NBA up, man. Because those are yeah, the two I, guys. And, and Anthony, like you said, the Anthony Davis move, too. Here's my thing with New Orleans, though. Like, why don't you, like, trade the guy? Get, get something for him because you know he's going to leave in the offseason. Like, at least get, like, at least get the Knicks, the Knicks or the, get, at least get the Knicks or Lakers draft pick to build with. And the Lakers will give up what? They'll give up Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, like, Kuzma in the draft pick. Like, dude, that's a solid lineup. And you get the number exactly. four pick. You have a chance to maybe at least maybe still get, like, R.J. Barrett to go with Zion. Like, <laughs> Right, because, yeah, make Zion your new face of your company or your team and just get guys around them. And even if those guys aren't going to be, like, the ones who stay on that team, yeah. at least you'll still have – you could trade those guys. Or, you know what I mean? Like, get rid of them. That's what I'm saying. Like, and that's that's the way – that's the route that they could go where it's just like, okay, man, we're going to go – well, Zion's going to be our new centerpiece. We're getting rid of Anthony Davis, and we're going to get a high draft pick. We're going to have all the young cats – Give us one, two, three years, and then we could be the powerhouse in the West, maybe, you know? Right. Like, that's the – I mean, of course, I don't know. That, that's the route that I would go. And then, like, LeBron <laughs> LeBron, well, LeBron gets AD, and he gets another solid free agent or two. Then they're ready to compete now, and the Pelicans are ready to compete in, like, three years or so when the Warriors and LeBron are taking a step out. Right. I mean, that's, the, hey, that's the way I see it, bro. We have we, – we have, uh... With the all summer figure now, I guess. Well, I mean, yeah, like I said, like we'll we'll get past the NBA Finals. Let's let's hopefully it's you know hopefully it's entertaining. The, if the Bucks get there, they put up a great fight, and it's going to be an entertaining one to watch because man, the, these games have been awful. So yeah. hopefully it's like yeah. all right, cool. You know, we can uh, we'll be able to get past it, man. So and then we get ready for it. You know, right? We got but, a great we got a great summer of UFC coming up too. So hopefully oh, everything. Yeah, man, UFC this summer. UFC is gonna be great, dude. From like June all the way to like September. Actually, no, all the way to November is gonna be great, man. I don't have the Fourth of July uh, weekend uh, card up, but I was looking at it the other day, and that does look good. So as that's, long as no one that's the stat card. Well, Woodley Woodley getting hurt. I'm like, okay, here we go. It's starting already now. But I mean, you got John Jones and, uh, and Santos. You got uh, Holly Holm and Amanda Nunes, and then you got Francis Dos Santos, uh, Junior Dos Santos. 
And then of course right. you got who else? You got um you got uh Mazadov against Ben Askren on that card. Yep. That, okay, I knew. I was like, there's a car, there's a fight with Askren. I couldn't think who was fighting. With Mazadov, dude. That's that's bro. That's gonna be like the second or third fight of the night. That's insane. Man, but dude, and then, the, the, and then the August card, the August card stacked too, man, because you got you got DC and Stipe, you got Nate Diaz and Pettis fighting, and then there's a third oh, fight on that. Right. Oh, and then Paulo Costa, uh, Costa and Yolo Romero. Okay, you're right. Yep, and there's some boxing matches coming up that are gonna be pretty interesting. Uh, uh, like Anthony Joshua's fight, like even though it's like it's some like no name guy. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Ruiz here. I was watching Ruiz. Is he's he's solid, bro, but he's giving up way too much size, and he has to get in the inside to try to catch Joshua. And Joshua spikes on the outside. So, right, man. Let's first of all, hopefully Joshua puts him away, man, and we and we get this Wilder Joshua fight <laughs> at the end of the year, bro. Like we need to we need to do this now, man. Like boxing needs to quit messing around with all these suits and promoters, man, and actually make this stuff happen, bro. Like, some of these fights are a joke, dude. Well, hopefully uh, Zufa finally does their boxing uh, promotion and they can just sign all these guys. But, I mean, you know, that's just dreaming. So, we'll, well, we'll I mean, see. I don't know, man. Like, I think, I mean, I think we might maybe get Canelo Triple G the end of the year, which I think, well, that's going to be entertaining because they fought twice before. But I'm, I'm hoping for Canelo to fight, you know, some new guys coming up, man. I'm, I'm really hoping next year it's him versus Terrence Crawford sometime, man. Right. Like, that's the but, fight that I want to see. Crawford's got to fight, I think, the winner of Porter and Spence next, and then maybe after that, you know? Um, but UFC, man, they're 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 going that route because, I mean, you got, man, what, Style Bender and Whitaker's fighting in October in Australia? That's going to be huge, man. If Whitaker doesn't get hurt. Okay, that, yeah, that, that right there is the fight I'm looking forward to, I think, out of all these fights that are coming up, like, Jones and San- Jones at light heavyweight doesn't I don't get I don't get hype for anymore. Like he needs to either make the jump to like heavyweight and fight guys like Stipe or Francis or even you know DC, and then I could get a little more excited. But these guys at two hundred five, man, like I'm not trying to you know discredit or you know talk bad about them, but I'm just not hyped to see Joe like Jones versus Anthony Smith. I was not hyped for man. Like Santa, like Santos, like I'll give him, I'll give him like three rounds. I think Johns will get him. I think Jones will wear him out and get him though, man. Right. I don't know. That's, I mean, DC was saying that if he beats Stipe, he might drop a 205, but it's going to be like on his terms. I'm not totally sure. Obviously the Brock fights off the table. So now DC knows he can't hold out for that big payday. So I see his only like big, big, big payday would be a third fight with Jones and he can retire, you know? We'll see. <laughs> What's that? That's it. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, I don't think Connor's going to, I don't know if Connor might fight again, man. I think I think he will, but it's that gonna he, be a, like a joke fight. The guy he probably fights won't be someone who's like really that good. Yeah, and I think and, it might and it might be just like a quick like I think it's gonna be like a guaranteed thing where he's guaranteed to make a certain amount of money because that ESPN deal is what screwed Brock over because he wanted because they don't right. get the, they don't get the pay per view buys anymore. Really? That's what that's what the, that's what the deal was. That remember during when it wasn't because ESPN you have to buy the pay per view through ESPN. Okay. So, so ESPN isn't that uh, exactly. So the billion dollar deal they have with ESPN is what that's the money right there. So the guys will get their base pay and maybe a fight bonus and this and that, but the pay-per-view buy is what Connor and Brock and those guys used to go off of, man, to make more money, you know? Right. Because think about it, Connor got what a hundred, hundred and twenty million off the Mayweather fight. But I think they got a lot of that money was guaranteed off of the pay-per-view revenue and the buys, you know? 
So I don't, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, like you said, unless it's like a, like a quick gimme fight or he can get a win, like maybe he'll, maybe they'll throw him in there with like BJ Penn. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll get like man, a quick win. Like, I don't see, I don't see them doing him and Khabib. Like, I don't think Khabib's going to like fight in America again. I don't know. He's fighting in Abu Dhabi against Poirier. Which he'll probably win that fight. And now, then... oh man, well, they better hope, Poirier better hope it doesn't go to the judges, man. They're going to still give it to Khabib either way. I don't. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, but Khabib will win that fight. But I mean, well, UFC. I'm. I'm. It's. It's showing some promising, man. I think once we get past the summer, hopefully there's better super fights they can do, um, and maybe Conor will come back. I think all the Khabib fans will probably be excited once he comes back, and they'll probably get better pay per view buys. But yeah, those, I mean uh, that can happen too. We, those fight nights, they're starting to get kind of lousy, and you know. I'm not like some like casual UFC fan, but there's a lot of guys. If they don't have a name or if they're just kind of like uh, up and coming, and you put them on the main card, there's nothing like I'm excited for. And so I'm just kind of like, uh, all right, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, last night it was RDA. It was RDA versus Kevin Kevin Lee last night. Uh, just yeah, Desantos versus Kevin, Kevin Lee. Lee. Yeah, and then Desantos beat him, and I'm just like, I mean, that wasn't right, really. That that should be like a. Um, that could be like a third. Of, that, that could be like a third yeah. or second fight of a night on a like a, on a fight card. I remember back in the day, man. Like they used to barely have fight nights, and the majority it was like they had one fight card a month. And we used to get you get so hyped for that one fight because you're like, oh man, this month it's uh, Anderson Silva versus Vitor Belfort, and then next month it's Brock Lesnar, Cain Velasquez, and we used to, you know what I mean. That used to get you more hype, kind of thing, man. Right, but now it's just like, oh man, there's a fight next week, and then one next week, and then one next week, and then oh, then it's John Jones and then DC, and it's like, oh, okay, you know. I don't know, um, man. Maybe if Diaz Diaz comes back and he can beat Pettis, maybe they'll do him and Connor, man. Maybe. Hopefully, because I, I, I think, I think that's, that's, that's 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 the one right there that I think would be would be the big grab. I mean, I know Khabib would be too, but I think Khabib and Connor would have a there have to be a lot of. I think polit- there had to be certain stuff involved in that. Like, I think we were talking about it before. Because remember how, you know, personal and stuff it is now? There had to be a lot of security and different, and different measures, I think, that the UFC and everything would have to take if they were to do that again, you know? Right. Where I think Diaz and Connor, like, we know it's like, okay, it's cool, it's personal beef, but I think those guys have a certain respect for each other on a level where it's like, cool, we can hype this fight up, we'll go out and have a good show, and then we'll be cool about it. Where Khabib and Connor, I, think, I don't think they like each other. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> so I mean, that, oh. that's one of those things. So maybe Diaz, if he beats Pettis, but, but that, hey, man, I I've been telling people all week. I was like, man, it'd be cool to see Diaz win, but don't sleep on Pettis, though, man. Like he can, he's still a solid striker, though, you know. Right, and he's even though he, uh, I'm not sure if he lost his last uh, fight, but I know he's lost one recent. No, nah, he lost two, he lost to Ferguson last year on the Connor Khabib card, but then right. remember he knocked out Wonder Boy with a Superman punch. Okay, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Um, so he's still in better fighting shape than Diaz, and I mean Diaz is a natural uh, talented <laughs> fighter, but it's, it's like, man, if you have that much uh, like cage rust, I guess I, that does affect you. So yeah, I mean, oh, I, don't I don't know, know man. That, to me, it's gonna. I think it'll be it's gonna be a solid fight. Um, either way, I, I mean, it. It's, it's like, isn't it? It's that middleweight or something, right? Like something crazy, isn't it? it is. Yeah, Are you kidding me? Like Pet, these guys. <laughs> these guys used to fight 155. Pettis was fighting 145 for a couple fights. Then he went to 170, and now they're fighting at 185. 
Right. They're gonna be weighing in at like one seventy eight, bro, on fight night, dude. Like, not even. <laughs> I can see uh, Pettis being like bulked up, but I have a feeling Diaz is just gonna have like that dad bod going on. Yeah, well, at least it won't be as bad as uh, Ben Askren's dad bod, dude. <laughs> he didn't even get in shape for the Robbie Lawler fight. I think he just like shoot up and was like, "All right, cool, let's do this, man." You know. I don't know. Right. The end of the year, though, when it, when Style Bender fights Whitaker, if no one gets hurt, hopefully, and then if they're talking about November, uh, Colby's going to fight Usman. That those okay. those two fights right there, I think I'm going to be very excited for, man. Yeah, same here. Because those, you know what I'm saying? Like those fights there could go either way, and there's going to be good hype going into those fights too, because like Style Bender's looked amazing, and then Whitaker, you know, he he has that pretty solid striking where it could actually, you know, kind of. Because, I mean, when Sal Bender fought Anderson, Anderson's too old now, you know, to kind of keep up with it. And then Calvin, I don't, right. I just don't think Calvin had the striking to kind of keep up with him. But I think Whit- right. Whitaker's big. He's got good striking. He hits heavy. So, I think it's going to be a good test for both guys, man. I think so, too. And then Colby and Usman, that's going to that, that's gonna remind me of, like, old school Anderson Silva, Chael Sonnen type of hype, man. <laughs> I hope. Where it's going to exactly. be, like, straight, like, just trash talk, this and that, and they're just going to go at it. That's going to be a heck of a fight, though, I think, man. Hopefully. Uh, I mean, uh, I haven't seen Colby fight in a while, so we'll see. Yeah, he hasn't, he, he, he hasn't fought in over a year. The last time he fought, he fought RDA so. last June, bro, in Chicago. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see. Yeah, he hasn't, he, hasn't, he hasn't fought in a while, so I guess we got to wait and see what happens, you know? Right. And it's, it's going to be interesting, man, but, you know, everything first kicks off. At nine o'clock tonight, man. That's right. So, Game of Thrones tonight, NBA playoffs uh, this week, and then me and you back here next Sunday for a- AEW talk. Yeah, it's gonna be well. Remember, remember the AEW show is on Saturday, and then uh, okay. I, I'll be back home at this time on Sunday, though. So, I because you know, I'm catching my plane to Westeros tonight, and then I'll be in Florida on Tuesday, everybody. <laughs> so, I'll be in Florida Tuesday. And then uh, I'll be back home on Sunday, so then we'll definitely do an AEW uh, post show for sure, man. There we go. All right. So, so this, this time next week, the post show, and we'll probably have to say our final thoughts on <laughs> what we talk about tonight. Yeah, I mean, at least we can do the, the Game of Thrones wrap, uh, the AEW post show, and then uh, maybe the NBA Finals preview. If they don't, I don't know. They could kick off maybe Finals next Sunday, though. Maybe right. I mean, if it's if they both win this week, I think. You know what? I'm gonna, I think they have a set schedule, don't they? Yeah, I mean, usually they do, so I think it's the following week after, but I didn't, I'm not sure if they'll try to, like, move it up or they're like, all right, you know, let's don't – everyone's already swept or they beat, you know, so let's get them to play. Right, but right. I'm not sure. Though, no, you're right. I, mean, I guess we can cool, see, bro. Yeah. But uh, all right, man. All right, man. Next week? Next week, man. Let's do it. All right. Talk to you later, bro. For the throne, bro. For the throne. <laughs> later, man.